The Biden administration faces pressure from progressive Democrats, Arab officials, and even some U.S. diplomats to help end the Israel-Hamas war. But the White House doesn't necessarily want to stop the fight. It's a story by Nahal Tusi, senior foreign affairs correspondent at Politico. Nahal, explain. The U.S. has influence. It's just people kind of assume that it's trying to use its influence to stop the war, but it's not. It's just trying to use the influence to mitigate the worst effects of it on on civilians. Uh, But the objective is the same as Israel's, which is to eliminate Hamas. Interesting. All right. So but necessarily we haven't come out and said that. Well, the U.S. has said that Israel should destroy Hamas, but it's only like in kind of here and there language. Um, Mostly what they've been saying when people ask them about their influences when people, for instance, ask why they won't support a ceasefire, the U.S. will say Israel has the right to defend itself. That's the language that they have been primarily using. Instead of saying, we agree that the goal should be to eliminate Hamas. And I think part of the problem is that when you say that, it's very ill-defined, right? So the U.S. doesn't want to really get in, dragged into this debate of what does it mean to eliminate this militant group, which also is sort of a social movement and an ideology, right? So instead, it's been sticking with Israel has a right to defend itself, and that has been really frustrating to people. But then when you put it in this perspective of, look, the U.S. agrees with this objective, even if it's ill-defined, then a lot of other stuff makes sense. We're speaking with Nahal Tusi, senior foreign affairs correspondent at Politico. Her story is called Why the U.S. Isn't Stopping This War and Other Middle East Realities. And you said, too, uh, Israel will probably ignore the U.S. anyway. Yeah, I mean, that is actually part of it. Look, the U.S. does have a lot of influence over Israel, but it chooses not to use most of that influence, right? We give Israel $3.8 billion a year worth of military aid. We defend them at the United Nations. Uh, we work with them uh, on, on a range of other issues in the Middle East, but we also really rely on them heavily on things like intelligence, security, things like that. We have a very, very close partnership with them. Um, but we do have influence. We could walk away from these things, but primarily what the U.S. has done for a long time is just trying to convince Israel to do things, talking to them, persuading them. Sometimes that works. Often it doesn't. We have for years urged Israelis to stop building settlements in the West Bank. They just ignore us. Uh, And so this is one of those things where the Israelis in particular, after what happened to them on October 7th, this atrocious attack, they they just feel like they are in an existential situation and they absolutely have to eliminate Hamas. This is something that has widespread support within the Israeli public. And so Israeli politicians don't really care what the U.S. says and probably wouldn't really care if the U.S. backed off on anything else, such as military support, etc., because they have their own public to deal with and they face what they really believe is a dangerous threat right next door, and they cannot tolerate it anymore. Oh. So yeah, we've, our influence is there, but it's limited. We choose to use it in a limited way, and at the end of the day, Israel often ignores us. What was the point you made, too, about uh, several Arab governments privately hate Hamas? Yeah, and I think this is one of the things a lot of people don't realize is, in public, these Arab governments have been out there saying, you have to have a ceasefire. You have to end this war. There's too many people dying. Uh, they're incredibly worried. I, I do believe many of them are worried about the death toll. And also, Arab publics are very pro-Palestinian, so there's a lot of pressure on these governments uh, to stop the, the killing of Palestinians, etc. But as, as a, when it comes to Hamas, the Arab governments uh, view them as, in many ways, a threat. Uh, this is an Islamist group. 
Um, they, it's, it's, you know, worked in hand in hand with things like the Muslim Brotherhood, et cetera. Iran is a major proxy uh, of Hamas. Uh, forgive me, the opposite. Hamas is a major proxy of Iran. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Iran is an enemy um, of some of these Arab countries, or that's how they see it. So they don't like Hamas. So they're kind of stuck in this weird situation where secretly, privately, they tell the Israelis, look, we don't like Hamas. We would love it if you could somehow get rid of them. That's fine. But you're just, you're just killing too many people. It's gotten too far. This is too much. We can't tolerate this. Uh, so they're kind of in this weird, you know, by uh, bifurcated situation. Thanks, Nahal. Nahal Tusi, senior foreign affairs correspondent at Politico.